0: let's go everybody thanks for dialing into the step buckets podcast i'm here with chris today and we're gonna pretty much um focus this episode on the los angeles lakers um, the ups and downs well honestly if we look at them it's mostly downs this season we're gonna talk about everything from the westbrook trade their performance lebron the last 10 games And just like see, you know, their overall playoff picture, the potential they have for the playoffs, et cetera. So, I think one of the main questions everybody is asking right now is, you know, what went wrong in this like team? Like, what's gone wrong? Because on paper, we all thought that this would be a pretty exciting team looking at going into the season, but it's just really not lived up um, anywhere close to the expectations. It's kind of reminding me of the, last-ditch effort with Kobe when they brought in Dwight and Nash and all these guys so yeah Chris you want to get us started on what you think went wrong Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, I agree, like, the way the team's set up is just not, they're not really allowing, they, first of all, they don't have great, like, defense, like, they really can't defend the three, like, that's something they've really struggled with, they let in a lot of points there, and yeah, they also don't really have those, like, get it to, and, like, knock down shooters, really, like recently from what I've seen, one of their most reliable scores is uh, Austin Reeves. The, pe- <laughs> like he's been, uh, yeah, he's been holding it down a little bit for them. Yeah. Yeah, he's, uh, Laurent's always got that one, like freaking, that pesky, pesky white guy who does all the dirty work. You, you had uh, Della Dova back at the Cavs. You had Caruso. And then now, now now we're seeing Austin Reeves, and honestly, like I like what what I've seen from Austin Reeves like he he he's pretty good from the perimeter um but yeah, I think I mean we have they're just really not excelling at anything, really I mean, a lot of the guy the talent that they added was you know, a lot of older veteran players. You got Carmelo Anthony, Trevor Riza, Kent Bazemore, you know, he's 32. He's not necessarily the youngest player either. Yeah, you have Dwight Howard, who, you know, during their playoff run the first time, like, he provided, like, some solid minutes, but I'm not really seeing the same level of production this season. Um, They definitely have probably one of the highest, uh, like, average ages of all the teams in the nba um and you know they they even struggle if you've looked at their games they 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 even struggle against like the young athletic teams you know like just you know the most like the young athletic core group of guys you know they're great athletes they'll get to you know they'll get to their spots on the on the field but like or on the court but i just think honestly yeah it has a lot to do with like the age of the team um, they're lacking, you know, those knockdown shooters. Like you have Carmelo Anthony. He's have, he's you know probably one of their most reliable reliable shooters in that sense. Avery Bradley used to be known as a three and D guy, but I've really not seen him perform like that. Like his shooting, his let me I've got it pulled up here. Okay, his last 10 games has actually not been bad. His his three point percentage into the last 10 is actually 41%. That's actually pretty impressive. It doesn't feel like it. <laughs> Let me, how many attempts is this? <laughs> yeah. Um,
1: yeah. So, yeah.
0: Yeah, I see that a lot in in these, like, LeBron-led teams. Like, no, sorry, I was going to say, um, like, we see this a lot in these LeBron-led teams where, like, the added pressure of being on, like, this, you know, championship team or, like, a favorited team because you have, you know, one of the greatest players of all time on your team. Like, this added pressure just um, – it really gets to some players. Like I I think some of these like playoff runs or championship runs, like there's players like Kyle Korver who was shooting the lights out back up in Atlanta, gets traded to the Hawks or gets traded to the Cavs and his production and his like, you know, his three point accuracy just like significantly dropped. And it, it's like, is it because of the pressure like, are you now like this is a shot you've been comfortable with your whole career? The like open three, and then now that you're on a different team, you're all of a sudden like you're nervous to take it because now you're expected to make it. Um, I think I think that pressure does, I think that pressure does come, especially one being in LA, being on this team. Um, they're definitely in a win now mode. You know, they have the last like twilight years of LeBron's career. They're you know they're they're obviously like trying to win championships. They're not just you know they're not in a rebuild. Like this is what they do. You know they they traded away their young their young core. They traded away their draft pick. So you know the expectations are high for sure. I know. That. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think looking at that, like some of the players that they, you know, they like get away. I really like Julius Randle, even in his LA days. And now obviously he's like falling out in New York. Um, he's like really cementing himself as like one of the better, like power forwards in the league. And then you have Brandon Ingram, who's... You know become like a go-to number one option basically for the for the pelicans for a long time i know zion's been out a lot of the season but he's he's been carrying like a huge load himself um and lonzo ball you know he was always like good at what he did you know like he played good defense he was a good um distributor um and you know now in chicago they're they've had a great run this season as well and you know he's he's definitely upped up, he's upped his offensive game as well. He's definitely shooting the three at a higher clip than previously. Um, so I'm like, yeah, he might not be all star just because the stats aren't like crazy. You know, he, he doesn't score as much as some other guards, but he definitely gets the rebounds and he you know he fills the stat sheet in other ways.
1: yeah yeah there's yeah
0: They're gonna get smoked by any of the top teams in the West. Honestly, like if you look at their record, their last ten games, they've only won three of those games, and one of those was to Washington. They somehow beat Golden State. Well, I'll tell you what. Actually, uh, James had to drop fifty-six points um, in a comeback with, like, to beat the Golden State Warriors on a couple games back and then they're own and then they actually picked up a a win against Utah as well like so they can get like one off wins like you know here and there but like you're you're relying on year 19 lebron like that's it's worked for 19 years for a lot of teams you know like you got to rely on lebron to get you there but like the point of this team to build with Anthony Davis and to bring in Westbrook is to not need to go to LeBron and be like, Hey, can you please drop 50, 60 points, sir? Like, you know, like, like at this point in his career, like, um, you know, he should be getting more help. He should you know, they shouldn't be going in and, and like, that's basically like in their back pocket. Like if I look at, I have like the highest points scored, like LeBron, every, lead scoring by far he's always the top scorer like there's very few games on here i know there's been injuries but like davis maybe has like 10 games or 10 to 15 games where he was the top scorer lebron is like the other 40 games yeah yeah let's look at yeah like okay, so let's see his regular season performance this year averaging around thirty four to a half minutes um, eighteen points. Seven and a half rebounds, 7.2 assists, 0.3 blocks, a steal, and four turnovers. Um, it's like, you know, decent. Okay, so that's actually, yeah, okay, that was actually a good, good point. So he, from the field, he's shooting 43%, 43.2%. Um, from three, he's shooting 28.1% from the field. Uh, or from three and yeah it's not a great um for a guy that you know he he's not necessarily being asked to create his own shot that much you know like there's definitely like he has relieved pressure like I definitely think you know he's not like in a team where he needs to be a volume shooter and where he's like 43 would be like you know what like he's you know, he has to work really hard to get his shots. I think he's on a team that allows him, you know, some flexibility in that, like they gave him those opportunities. So I don't think 43 from the field and 28 from three is like really bad, really, really bad. Um, and then something to even highlight his free throw percentage. Have you seen his free throw percentage for the season? Okay, so career-wise, He's uh seventy-eight percent from um like a free throw shooter, right? Seventy-eight and a half. Um this season he is shooting sixty six point five percent from free throw range. Um
1: yeah. 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 It's Yeah,
0: I, I like I agree like it's rare like he's dropped 12%. Like 12% is not, you know, most guys like their free throw percentage um you know, it varies like one to three percent one you know like each season like if let's if i like pull up lebron's um you know free throw percentage which you know he's never he's never been like a great free throw should be like he's always averaged around like 75 percent um which you know he's not a scorer but he's not a scorer so let's see like lebron free throw you have your, yeah, around 75. So 75, 75, 73, 71, 78, 76, 75, 77. Like, you get the general vibe of things. So, like, you know, to drop 12% in one season, like, he seems to still, like, when you play, like, when Westbrook is playing, he still seems to have that confidence. Like, he goes at guys, like, he will trash talk, he'll you know, get in people's faces, but like, I don't know. It's just not, it's not setting. Do do you know if his con... Yeah. Yeah. He's definitely... He's definitely like, rely. yeah, yeah. He's relied on his athleticism for so long and it was, you know, it worked for a long time, right? But now like moving into this season, he is, let's see. He is, yeah, no, he's actually 33 now. So 33, like this is not the time to, you know, like still rely on athleticism. Like, he's really not developed a jumper. If you look at it, even his finishing around the rim when he's moving in traffic, it has been so bad this season. Like, it's insane. Like, he's literally like sh- chucking stuff up off the backboard and like hoping it comes back. Like, <laughs> it's uh, <laughs> like, uh, it reminds me of like my fucking floaters back in the day. Like, they're not, you know. Right. 60% of the time, it works every time. So he's just... But he won... I, I... Yeah. I think that's definitely, like, plagued his career. I mean, look at, like, how many teams he bounced around on in the past, like, three years. I think each team, after a year, they were kind of like, Oh, this is not the Westbrook that we thought we were getting. And the Lakers took a chance on him. Um,
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I agree so they have I think what's been working so they recently picked up DJ Augustine um, you know yeah. so I mean honestly I've watched like I watched a couple of their games since they picked him up solid addition I'm not gonna lie like yes he is fucking 5'11 he's a liability on defense but offensively <laughs> like offensively i would i would rather have the ball in his hands than in westbrook's hands um to be yeah he's on 44 million dollars and uh dj augustine he's picked up on a 393k contract um but let's look at let's look at his, his stats all right um Okay, he doesn't let's see his last ten games, he's gotten twenty minutes, right? Twenty minutes. he's shot forty eight percent from field goal. He shot forty four point four percent from three. He's hit every free throw he's made. It's probably not a lot, but um, this is only on six points and like two and a half assists, though so I will give you that. but but the, there's potential, okay? His potential. I can see it. Yeah, you know, you can bump those up. These are these are rookie numbers. So in his, in the loss to Houston, I watched that game. He put up sixteen points. He was actually one of the more reliable shooters down in the stretch. Um, Oh yeah, Jalen Green had a really good game. Jalen Green's a rookie I'm actually like very interested in and very um, Yeah, I'm just like interested to see his development and see how he can like play. I think, you know, obviously being on that Houston team is really good for him because he's like he gets a lot of opportunities and chances to play. But that game against the Lakers, he was not backing down. He was like one of their primary scorers into the fourth and into overtime. Um, and the Lakers would go up, miss something, and you know the Rockets went on a run where they just they scored on every possession, basically. And a lot of the times it was Jalen Green just getting to different spots. They weren't even like easy shots. There he would like dribble in, go to the key, do a fadeaway, like go, yeah. So I was like pretty impressed with that, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. I've actually been very happy with Mobley's production. Um I've actually picked him up. I've been following him a lot because I like I have him in my fantasy team. So <laughs> I I definitely get a lot of his stats like popping up and I know he's just been having a great season honestly. Um for a first year. Um,
1: but yeah, it, it really
0: helps when you're on a team that where you can, you know, you can flourish like that, especially like he's clearly got the talent, like he's clearly the NBA talent and you know, getting those like extra minutes are definitely going to help like his development. Yeah, so they actually, so like we said, in their last 10 games, they've only won three. And if we actually even go back a little further than that, the 10 games before that, let's see. Yeah, so actually in their last 20 games, they've only won six and they've lost 14 games and they've had you know they've had a lot of teams that they probably shouldn't be like they went on a four four loss like streak which is probably one of the worst in a long long time for the Lakers um, they lost to San Antonio oh sorry no sorry they lost to the Clippers they lost to New Orleans they lost to Dallas and then they lost to the Clippers again and then they picked up a win against Golden State which I was surprised at because I thought they would have probably lost that game. They were behind most of that game. The LeBroncos drops 56. Then they show up to San Antonio. San Antonio, by the way, who has like a totally unrecognizable team, there's no all star on that team. LeBron rested. Um, Westbrook played. Um, Horton Tucker scored 18. Um, the Lakers lose to San Antonio. Um, should they be losing to San Antonio? Like, I I really don't think so. Even without LeBron and AD, like, that team should not be losing to San Antonio. Then they go and they lose in overtime to the Houston Rockets. And then they pick up a win against Washington, another team that's, you know, is not really that great of a team in the league right now. Um, James has to drop 50 points on Washington for them to win by 13 points. So, sitting at a record at twenty nine and thirty seven, um, I don't predict that they're gonna all of a sudden have like like go on a even a five hundred run. Like I still think they're gonna lose more games than they win. And they honestly have a difficult like schedule coming up. So they're gonna go play Phoenix, then they're gonna day after they're gonna go play Toronto. They're gonna go play Minnesota, Toronto again. So those four games, they're probably gonna lose three of them, if not all four of them. Like, I don't see them beating the Phoenix. I honestly don't see them beating Toronto, Minnesota. I don't really see them be beating right now, um, especially if AD is not back. If they don't have, if they don't have AD, I don't. I think they're gonna really struggle against some of these teams, especially with bigger players. Um. And then after those four games, they have some, they have Washington, Cleveland. They can pick up a win. They're so playing the 76ers. The 76ers have been pretty good so far, like following the trades. Like they, so far, they look like the winner of the trade. But I mean, Simmons hasn't really played, which is a really big factor in why it looks like they're the winner of the trade because they just haven't had one of the main pieces play yet. They're going to play New Orleans, Dallas, Utah, New Orleans. Um. Denver, Phoenix, Golden State, Oklahoma, Denver. So they've got some, t- they have, yeah, I'd say like 70% of the games are harder or hard games and they have maybe like 30%, maybe 25% of the games left are actually easy. So I think, let me see, let me just count these up one. Yeah, I'm going to say – so there's 16 games left, I think. There's 16 games left. I say they're going to lose nine, and they're going to win seven, maybe. I, I'm being kind of generous. I think they might only get like six wins, six or seven wins out of like their last 16. They'll come in in a playing spot. Um, they'll probably face up with uh, – I think the pelican I actually know I'm not totally sure how the the planes are gonna work. Yeah, so does does eight play nine and then seven plays ten in the play on? That would yeah. Yeah, yeah, because they're playing, no, because yeah, they're playing for one spot. Yeah, so yeah, they're playing for one spot, so they has to be eight, nine, ten. Yeah, they gotta like play for that. So eight, seven will play them and. Yeah, we'll see. I honestly, like, if they come in seven or 8th seed, it doesn't matter who they play. They're not going to, like, get past them, like, realistically. Like, Suns are number one, Grizzlies are number two, Warriors are number three, and Jazz are number four. Those are four teams that, like, in a a seven-game series, LeBron, they might pick up two wins, but I don't know. I think the Grizzlies... They're a really really good team don't get me wrong but like I think come playoff time they might you know maybe the Lakers could get past the Grizzlies Yeah <laughs> God, yeah. I think I think that's pretty bold. Yeah, I'd say the same, honestly. Like I could see that um the Lakers are probably gonna have to they might, they'll make it through the play and I think because like they'll probably try really, really hard, honestly, and then, um, so we're gonna have to do some wrapping up statements because there's only 10 seconds left on this recording. So we really appreciate everybody joining, um, you know, keep keep stay tuned because we're gonna have more content for you guys soon. Thank you.